welcome to the Lead to Lead podcast. We believe that God is calling you to be a leader, a leader of your own life first and then of others, leading with wisdom, intention, and humility. Join us as we chat through quick tips, skills, and ways to equip you on your journey as a leader. Hey guys, I'd like to welcome all of our listeners, new and old. We're so happy to have this opportunity to encourage you as leaders walking with God, and it brings us so much joy to be able to do this podcast. I thought this would be a great opportunity to introduce myself to the burst of new listeners we've had recently and talk about Margin at the same time. I'm your host, Vijay Tunkel, and my co-host, mentor, and pastor, Doyle DeGraw, will be back with us next week. Today, we're going to walk through my journey with Margin and a couple of stumbling blocks that I found along the way. So I think the first time I came across the idea of Margin was in high school. I had just become a Christian and was listening to the entire back catalog of podcasts from Francis Chan and Andy Stanley, among others. And yes, I, I am that into podcasts. Uh, I still remember very clearly the imagery Andy Stanley used to describe Margin in one of his messages. It was guardrails. He went on to describe some of the time and habit-related topics that we'll likely cover in upcoming weeks. But he also applied the concept to other spheres of life, like boundaries and relationships, budgeting, and finances. The one phrase he repeated throughout the entire series was this, We may never notice guardrails, but they are important barriers between us and certain danger. Now, unfortunately, I wasn't ready to receive that kind of message in most parts of my life when I was a 17-year-old kid, so let's fast forward a few years. As an aspiring music major, I had busted my butt to reach uh, the top of any discipline that I was involved in, in in college. I practiced 40 hours a week and was succeeding as a performer, as well as in my first year of music theory classes. When the learning curve finally caught up to me in year two, I remember my theory professor, Dr. Austin Patty, encouraging us theory students to take a Sabbath day each week. It may not have happened right away, but I did take his advice eventually, and at least for a little while, it helped me to navigate my more difficult class load. It should also be said that by taking the Sabbath, I sometimes even broke the golden rule of music majors, which is, you only need to practice when? On the days that we eat. <laughs> this was a rule that I really took as gospel through most of my time at school, and it was preached as gospel uh, through most of my time at school. Uh, but even that amount of margin in my life did not last. So let's jump one more time to the present day. I am currently a music teacher working about 6.30 to 1.30, Monday through Fridays, in a local public school district. In addition to those hours, I run a jazz band, a music honor society, and I accompany many of the concerts around the district. In fact, I'm actually dressed in my concert suit right now for my jazz band concert tonight. On top of my work in district, I teach weekly private lessons and direct a musical from December to April, which adds anywhere from 5 to 40 additional hours per week to my schedule. At church, I'm part of the worship team, as well as the relief pitcher, so to speak, for the worship leader. I'm a deacon on the leadership team, as well as a leader of a missional community that meets multiple times per month. Of course, I can't forget to mention that I'm a father-to-be, which lately has entailed a lot of DIY home renovation. To be clear, this is just what I find on my plate in the present. I'm not listing this all to prove anything, uh, but I do pray that we all accept that everyone's schedule presents challenges to be navigated, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a lead pastor, a sales rep, a CEO, a CPA, a deep sea diver, a carpenter, cook, clerk, clinical psychiatrist, or custodian, or even a job that doesn't start with C. The other reason I outline my current schedule is that I often feel 
kind of self-conscious speaking to other people about building margin in their lives, in person at least. Uh, <laughs> I assume that many people write me off in this area because they believe that teachers have an unfair scheduling advantage or something. But I hope that you'll still find value and encouragement here regardless of uh, where you fall on that issue. So now that we've laid that whole foundation about who, who I am and what I'm doing right now, I wanted to explore with you guys the areas that I've been successful in creating margin and the two major detractors from that success. As you might remember from the Atomic Habits episode, I have enjoyed building habits and margin into my morning routine. And since then, I think it's been about two or three weeks, I've been able to translate that into an after-work routine as well. In the morning, I get to read the Bible, write out a prayer list of thankfulness, requests for others, prayers for my own life, and warfare when necessary. Uh, I get to pray for my beautiful wife and my amazing daughter uh, on the way, using wonderful resources from Aaron and Jennifer Smith of Marriage After God. After my prayer time, I'm able to cook a healthy breakfast, get ready, and get out the door with a huge cushion of being able to get to work between 6.30 and 7. When I come home from work, I've been journaling a reflection on the first part of the day revisiting my prayer list from the morning, and of course, using the pause app each morning during my break at work and after I go home. Now, when these routines are running smoothly, I am flying. I have margin, I have energy, I can tackle projects, take care of my wife, cook, clean, or whatever needs to be done that day, anything. Unfortunately, not every day looks that smooth, and because I'm able to journal, I've been keeping track of the things that seem to throw me off track. These two obstacles are usually in a cause and reflect effect relationship for me, but I'll break it down. Number one, lack of sleep. There is no way you haven't noticed how lack of sleep has affected you unless you're just completely ignoring what's happened in each day. But I can tell you from my own experience that it essentially blows up all of my margin. Uh, my margin between prayer time and getting to work, gone which hurries me through my prayer time and I end up racing to work. My pause app break during my workday, gone. I end up watching a video or something just to pass the time and try to stay awake. My reflection, pause, and prayer time after work, nope. That becomes a 30-minute nap, which only leaves me with a sore neck and back. It's because of my journaling and reflections on these unpleasant experiences of marginless living that I am pursuing the solution to this, which is obviously to be more diligent and intentional about the time of night that I hit the hay. So, number two, well, believe it or not, it's fantasy football. Yep, it's, it's a little embarrassing how involved I've been in the fake sport for the last couple of years. I've let it completely become a part of my identity. Uh, it's a big enough problem that I've stayed up to watch games on Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday nights. Um, just to see if my players score well or not. Uh, those decisions have put a hurt on my sleep schedule, usually resulting in two-plus hours of lost sleep every time. I've been fiercely and prayerfully trying to detach myself of this sticky, slimy parasite that has latched onto my identity, and the negative effects, the negative effects of my addiction to fantasy football have never been more obvious than over the past few months, as I've been seeing more and more success in building margin intentionality, and healthy habits. So that's where I'm at right now, guys. I'm pursuing intentionality, building margin, and stacking healthy, healthy habits while combating an annoying addiction to a silly game and a sleep decision that, that puts me behind the eight ball. I hope that this journey through my own life 
and struggles, or some of my struggles, encourages you to address these obstacles in your own life. The best place to start would be to journal, reflect, and then bounce your thoughts off someone close to you. We would also love to hear stories and testimonies from you all on how you've been able to build margin into your life. So please shoot us an email by checking out the episode notes. If you're on Apple Podcasts and you haven't been able to find these elusive show notes that I've referred to throughout the past month, click on the tiny button that says Details when you're on the main Listen Now page. And you'll see our website address and also my personal email address if you want to shoot me a personal email. Guys, thank you all so much for listening, and I pray that God continues to encourage you and bless you on your journey as leaders. See you next week.